Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The tag team tournament rolls on and Darby Allen takes on Chris Jericho for the AEW Heavyweight Championship of the World in episode three of Wednesday Night Dynamite. Buckle up after buzzers. It's going to be a good one. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to you live from the world-famous AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> and we got a show for you. We've got news. We've got a lead of the week. And, of course, we have all the shenanigans from this week's episode. But before we get started, before we get started, let me go ahead and introduce the amazing panel. First up, to the far, far left, he is <laughs> our wrestling professor, the guy who's been watching it his whole life, the guy who follows Japan and Mexico, Canada, everywhere here in the U.S. of A. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Roger Corral. Thank you, thank you. Oh, you forgot Australia as well. Australia as well. <laughs> Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oh, Put oh, some oh, respect oh. on his name. Yes. And to the other left, our, uh, our correspondent, our commentator, the sports reporter, the entertainment reporter, <laughs> our anchor in the news department, let's hear it for Jessica O'Connor. I think you should start using your wrestling commentator voice for these intros. That sounded a little flat. I wanted, like, (laughs) Jessica O'Connor. Jessica O'Connor. I like that better. Yeah, there you go. Oh, thank you. Now your turn. And now, well, before we get to me, (laughs) I want to go ahead and shout out in the booth our Kempo Karate Kicking, our Jiu-Jitsu Submitting, (laughs) and our three-time heavyweight grappler champ himself. Let's hear it for Josh in the booth. Josh, what's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Thank you for the introduction, Jack. Oh, my goodness. Yes, and and finally, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. I'm going to go ahead and try it. I'm Jack Farmer. I'm your captain of the ship Jack today. Jack Farmer! I'm super excited to be here. This is a cracking episode. Let's not hold off anymore. Let's dive right in. First up, Roger, what'd you think overall? Overall, another great week. I can't get enough of this. I think two hours is the exact amount of time. I'm I'm in I'm in awe. I love this. Yeah, Jessica, you? Tag teams are so fun. I loved that we got to see more of the tag teams. I had a really good time. Whoop, there it is. Tag <laughs> team back again. I loved it too. There were so many fun matches, so many fun people. I think I said three times throughout tonight, match of the night, and I kept getting proven wrong. It was such a fun, fun show. Speaking of tag teams, we're gonna take it off take take things off with what I thought was kind of the biggest tag team match of the night, and that was the explosive combination yeah. of of Pac, of Moxley, of Omega, and of the Hangman Adam Page. 
all sorts of uh, stuff going on with this one. And it really, I just felt like it delivered. Jessica, watching this match, what were your thoughts overall with these four combustible elements? Wow, there's so much. Definitely Kenny Omega came out and the crowd lost it. And it was actually his birthday as well, so I don't know if you heard. There was a little happy birthday, happy (laughs) birthday, so that was fun. Fellow Libra. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Fellow Fellow Libra. Libra. It's Libra season. It's Libra oh, season. Fellow, fellow Libra. Read up on your star sign. <laughs> I was thinking like Lucha Libra. I was like, is this a thing? What's a fellow Libra? <laughs> he, was, he was just exuding uh, Libra energy. I got excited. I got yeah. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> We're off the rails already. So, um, so, of course, like so much stuff happened. The match itself was great. To me, I thought this is four of potentially next world title contenders all in the ring at once. Roger, where do you think everyone stands right now after this big match? That was my thought process. The minute that match started, I was like, in a year from now, these are the four guys that are going to be leading the company. Like, this exuded main event. Like, it was amazing. I, I, I think right off the bat, you could tell that these guys know how to carry a match. And legitimately, you could have this match every week and the crowd could go, 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 they could go home happy. Absolutely, and you thought absolutely that one's going out to uh, Portugal, Hugo. Um, <laughs> inside, inside. If you're in the comments, you get that joke. But um, so, uh, I, as we said, we had these four big stars. Jessica, who looked like the biggest star of the bunch to you? Just watching who stood out above everyone else. Win, lose, or draw. Definitely John Moxley and Kenny Omega. If I had to pick one from each side, yeah, that, those were my two standouts. So then you must be really excited about their match coming up at Full Gear. Heck yeah, I am. <laughs> yes. uh, I, I love this. I'm going. I'm going to be in the audience. I'm leaving yes. you guys here. Bye. Well, uh, <laughs> that's, you're the report, reporting live from hey, maybe. Full Gear. No, no. Uh, it, yeah, I thought this match did such a good job of building up that next match, but also giving it a little bit of flair of stuff to come. Something I really liked is how you could tell Moxley and Pac weren't going to get along the whole time but mm-hmm. um, then of course the weapons came out uh, <laughs> super fun I love the broom with the barbed wire as a little tip which we <laughs> found out was actual real barbed wire because Pox started what? bleeding yeah that's right yeah he that's was, pretty intense he was bleeding pretty good also, that's too. starting to become his weapon like who carries that around mm-hmm. <laughs> I always think there must be some poor PA in the back that's like <laughs> I just... wait I have to do what <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. So working? Band-aids all over his hands. <laughs> poor, poor guy. And then they don't even use it. They're like, oh, right, right, right. That's so true. Um, so I thought it was a really cool uh, psychology thing with how it looked like they were going to fight with the weapons, but Pac comes in, breaks it up, saying, I don't want to get DQ'd. And, uh, of course, Moxie does not care. That is so Pac. That's that's good. And reflects her character so well. Both of them. And the way Moxley just, like, fine, took him out. Very Stone Cold-esque of him to double finger salute. And the, uh, is it the Death Rider? The Paradigm Shift? Okay, I heard today it's a Paradigm Shift. I I don't know anymore. Pass the chat. I think in New Japan it's known as a Death Rider and it's known as in AEW as a Paradigm Shift. The paradigm shift it is. The, the paradigm shift it is. So, um, so this clearly builds up more for uh, Omega. It builds more up for Moxley. Uh, are we seeing? Are we going to see more of Hangman and Pac going at it, or is this kind of are they? Is this kind of the end of that road for them for now? Do you, or do you think that's going to be maybe their full gear match? Keep it going. 
I, honestly, yeah. I'm happy. The minute that their music hits, the minute they're in the ring, these guys are great. Yeah, let's keep those feuds going. I did have one minor complaint. I feel like this is my first complaint about... I know. Dun, dun, this is dun, the dun, first dun, complaint dun. of the show. It's my first complaint. Mark it down, folks. <laughs> Roger hates the show. No, I do. <laughs> slightly disliked something. Yeah. <laughs> let's hear it. I, I don't think Moxley and Kenny Omega should have wrestled each other until I full gear. I feel like they've been holding out for so long, and then randomly we get them and and like they wrestled for like ten minutes in the middle of the ring. Granted, right. it's a tech. I get it. I, I get the logic. I, I don't know if I agree with that, and I think it takes a, a bit of the mystique that I was waiting for to see at full gear. Do you think? It was because they were supposed to have a match before, but it got delayed, and now they're just like, look, we got to do something, because it's been too long. It has been too long. I get the logic. I completely get it. Or do you think it's him going, them going, we got to beat NXT? That's right. I'll say NXT. Oh. That's, oh. Uh, that's, that's right. I don't care. I'm in the inner circle. I do what I want. <laughs> Do you think maybe they're just like, hey, we got to come out guns blazing every week? That's a very valid point. You're, you're right, because it, it didn't feel, again, it's something that they've been building towards, but every week I feel like their matches feel like main event pay-per-view matches. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, again, I don't mind it, and I, I I haven't been disappointed in the company like, so far, so it was just a minor complaint, and I wanted to throw it out there. Um, well, I think that's fair. Next week, though, speaking of big matches, main events, guns blazing, they've already teased that we're going to get Moxley versus Pac one-on-one. Jessica, who's winning this thing? Ooh, I feel like, well, Pac has the record, you know, so he has that on his side, but Moxley's just so scary. He is scary. Oh, He's a scary, scary dude. They're both scary. You're right. I'm... Marco Stunt's the only one that doesn't intimidate me on the <laughs> Well, I think Moxley's definitely... It would be cool to see him fall because he came in so confident. He was saying, like, I don't even need Pac's help. I'm at the top of the food chain. I don't even need it. So it would be kind of cool just to see him eat his words. Yeah, you know? did, did you like his promo before the match? Because eh. we've seen MJF. We've seen a few others. How did Moxley stack up for you? It was a little flat. A little flat. Like, he was confident, but it was just a little, yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I believed it. He was like, I'm the toughest. It's like, show me. Like, I need some, I want want to see, like, the fear in your eyes. Like, uh, who was it uh, last week? I'm blanking on his name. No, the Marilyn Manson lookalike. Oh, uh, Jimmy Havoc. He sold it. He really sold it. You're buying Jimmy Havoc. He was like, I've been struggling for 16 years. Like, I didn't get that passion with John Moxley. I didn't. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe it's because he has that carefree, like. Could be. I'm John Moxley. I I was going to say, I don't even know if John Moxley cares to win a match. I think he just wants to cause Maybe he doesn't even care, yeah. He just wants to hurt people, which is. Which is great, because that's what wrestling is for, is for hurting people. I think... <laughs> he chose um, the right career path. Now, now Roger, <laughs> Roger, this match, is there going to be implications? I mean, Moxley kind of has to win, right? Because he's going into a big match where we don't know what Pac's match is at, at full gear yet. That's a fair point. But again, I don't know if Moxley cares. He should. I mean, he has yeah. a big match coming up. His record yeah. isn't looking too pretty. So, yeah, I think he should care. He should step up his game a bit and try to get a few victories. I don't know if he will, whereas, like, I feel like, um, I, I, I just don't know if he'll apply himself. It seems like ever since he debuted, he just wants to attack Kenny Omega, and that's his main purpose in life. He doesn't right. care about anything else. <laughs> he right. wakes up he, every morning 
Kenny right. Omega. <laughs> <laughs> he showered like Kenny Omega. <laughs> It sounds like a coffee commercial. (laughs) Kenny Omega in your cup. Um, So yeah, lots of uh, lots of um, lots of interesting stuff going there with with Moxley. Uh, But but speaking of that, I want to go ahead and pass it on over. It is now time for uh, Jessica O'Connor to go ahead and tell you guys where you can see us next week after that big match. Well, we just have to thank you guys so much for tuning in every week. We appreciate you all so much. You're what keeps us going, but in order to keep AfterBuzz as amazing as it is, we need you guys to like, subscribe, engage in the comments, follow us on Instagram, just whatever you can. We so appreciate it, and you'll keep us here every week. Yeah, and um, I, I I do love interacting with all the people in the comments. I know we mm-hmm. all like to get on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. And I also want to let everyone know that we just started a Facebook, a Twitter, and an Instagram page Boom. for you all. So all you have to do is go ahead and hit up AEW After Buzz across all social media. And you can go ahead and interact with us there. So if you want to have questions, if you have comments, if you have criticisms... Well, maybe not the criticism. The other two, <laughs> feel free to put those in there. We'd love to get back to you guys. Uh, shout out to Forever Young last week in the comments section of the YouTube had said, I like this panel. Good after show. Aww. We like you too. I picked the good one, of course. Uh, <laughs> so um, thank you to you. We also got an awesome, great review from External Shockwave on our iTunes. Super appreciate those five-star reviews. Do mean the world to us. So if you do have a moment... Hit them up. Leave a review. Leave a five-star review. Uh, and that make it read as well. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have it pulled up. Next week, though, I'm going to read it for you. Um, I, don't, you know, I, I like to pull back the curtain. Yeah, I like no. to be transparent. I'll read it next week. It's going to be great. Uh, Breaking so, the fourth wall. <laughs> very professional show here. Um, speaking of professional, that takes us to the real meat and potatoes of this week's episode, and that was the Tag Team Title Tournament. We start off with it. The Matt Militant in the building. (laughs) Teddy Longo. Holla, holla. Holla, holla, player. Um, A couple guys who were not professional were the Lucha Brothers who come out and attack (laughs) SCU. It was going to be Christopher Daniels and Kazarian going against the best friends, but Lucha Lucha Bros come out attack them, take out uh, Christopher Daniels. I love how they sold this with like the Young Bucks coming out as well. It made it really feel like a serious uh, situation. Um, and uh, I thought that was cool. Roger, though, do you think that maybe AEW tipped their hand a little bit about what the finals are going to be with this by them attacking SCU, who are on the other side of the bracket? Oh, that's interesting. I mean, yeah. <laughs> 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 Great enough. <laughs> Elaborate a bit. Um, <laughs> I think the Lucha Bros know that this is their defining moment if they are able to capture the tag team titles. You know, they came in mm-hmm. with the AAA tag team titles. Not a lot of people even know what that promotion is. Yeah. So for them to capture this, they have to go above and beyond. And sometimes that means doing stuff outside of the ring. And that means beating the crap out of these guys. So you got to do what you got to do. They went out there, they took care of business, and now you have a tag team that's a little bit hurt moving forward. I've never been more intimidated by you than when you were just like, you do what you got to do, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, 
They did what needed to be done. My favorite, my favorite bit in this whole thing was so Scorpio Sky comes out and is a total rock star. He was the star of this match, I thought. Uh, but uh, Chuck Taylor takes his shoe off and bites his foot. <laughs> Um, and then later on, I love how Scorpio Sky throw, takes his other shoe off and throws it, and then someone throws it back <laughs> into the ring. Yeah, that's good. It was such a fun moment. Um, Scorpio Sky, he again, I think he was the hero. Uh, something I think um, about him is I think he's going to be a bigger star than SCU. Uh, I think he's going to grow beyond this. Jessica, what did you think about Scorpio Sky in this match? Well, first of all, he was... Like, going through the most of the match with only one shoe, and that, I mean, there's something to be said about that, just in terms of balance and agility and just, like, overall feel. So I give him props for not only doing the match with one shoe, but doing it well. Yeah, that's that's not even a joke. Like, if you run around with one shoe on, it's very disorienting. It's, it's weird. I can barely leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> but a shoe doesn't feel like a lot of weight on your hand, but you can really feel it when you're trying to run or, like, move it in that way. So Yeah, and he was doing flips and all sorts of things in yeah. there. So um, I have a feeling that I think this time next year he's going to be a single star. He feels a bit underused as part of SEU, to be yeah. honest. Like, that guy's right. really talented. Mm-hmm. He, he's talented. He's big. He's quick. He's he sounds good on the mic. His Barack Obama impression was way better than it had to be to pull that off. Uh, so I think there are big things for him. Something that happened, though, during this match was uh, the best friends did a assisted superplex off the top. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, and that got a This Is Awesome chant. Roger, you've been critical already. Is that fair? Is that fair to get a This Is Awesome chant for a, a superplex? I don't want to become the guy that's always critical, but yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, think I thought it was awesome, but maybe I'm too new. Like, I watched Again, it and I was Roger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. This is not good. This is not good. Uh, no, I mean, I, look, I, actually, I, I actually appreciate the crowd being so hot for yeah. it, but come on. I mean, that was a cool move. I wouldn't do it, but... Come on, crowd. That was a, I, I think we need to elevate our expectations for this is awesome, right? I think you reserve that for really special moments. Because, <laughs> because then you start to dilute the product, and then everything is awesome. And if everything right. is awesome, then nothing is awesome. Right. Well, we're getting deep here. <laughs> we're getting, <laughs> <laughs> Next week on Philosophy Podcast. We have, um, so, is everything awesome? Or is nothing awesome? <laughs> So, so SCU goes through, it adds another asterisk on an otherwise perfect bracket. Oh, God. Um, and uh, that leaves the other side of the tournament, which was the Jurassic Express versus the Lucha Brothers. Um, one of the things I like about this, just before we dive into the match, I love that they've been having the tag teams who aren't in the match at ringside. Like so, they had private party That's tonight. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun. It makes it feel like they care about the tournament and that they're not just like, oh yeah, I was putting something that they're there. Private party also with really cool looking shirts, which you can find at uh, shopaew.com. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a little bummed out. Luchasaurus wasn't able to be yeah. in this. I think he's a fan favorite for a lot of people, but. I think Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt did a great job uh, with this uh, this match. Luchasaurus is is injured, which is a bummer because he's great. Hopefully, he gets back quick. As we I, know, dinosaurs are a fragile species. They are. <laughs> Does this mean he's extinct? One one meteor and he's done. <laughs> 
All it takes is an ice age, and he's out. That's it. That the is goner. it. Uh, but I thought these two, Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt, I thought were so entertaining. Probably the most entertaining duo of the evening. Yeah, uh, this was my favorite me. match, for they, sure. I love how Marco Stunt is so little, but he makes what he does believable. Like, he doesn't try to, like, <laughs> when he punches people, we don't expect them to, like, sell it like it was a big, devastating blow, and they don't, but he's still bouncing around and doing all this fun stuff. <laughs> I like that he uh, was, I can't do it, but he was the, flossing, the flossing in the beginning. That was fun. <laughs> Yeah. That was me flossing, guys. <laughs> Behind the desk, it's hard to floss. It's hard to floss, okay? In front of the Lucha Brothers, it's hard to floss. Right, in front of the Lucha <laughs> Brothers, I'd be terrified. Um, so, Roger, uh, chat me up a, a little bit about them. They didn't they didn't go as far as we wanted them to, or as some people wanted them to. Um, but are we going to see more of them? Are we going to see this team as a team for a long time? Or Yeah, he, he reminds me a bit of Spike Dudley, um, who used to come out with the Dudley Boys in ECW later yeah. on in WWE. And I feel like I like those type of scrappy wrestlers. Um, James Ellsworth, actually, just a few years ago mm-hmm. as well. Because um, I believe in wrestlers that give you hope. I've said this multiple times. <laughs> <There's no hope. laughs> because no it hope. gets the crowd invested for that one day that they do win, everyone's going to go crazy and it's yeah. going to be great. So yeah. I, I, I do think there's a future for this guy, and I'm excited for him. What's his ceiling? If you were to say, like, what's the farthest Marco Stunt could go? Tonight. I'd like to see him. <laughs> no, no, t- tonight is his, tonight, <laughs> round one of the tag team <laughs> There's your hope, ladies. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, and, and I'm sorry, Jessica, you I think you're he would be really fun against Pac. I don't know oh, why. Oh, you just want to hurt people. But they're similar in stature, and I could, I feel like that could be somewhat of a fair fight, and it would be fun to watch. Pac could could curl that guy, I think. I don't but, know. I don't know. He's, he's but, like, nimble and quick. He's fast. He's, he's super fun to, to watch, for sure. Um, as far as we talk about ceiling, though, Jessica, I want to get your opinion on Jungle Boy. What do you see as his ceiling? Do you think he could be a tag team champion? Do you think he could go singles and be good there? I think Marco was more of the star out of the two. Uh, I mean, they're both. I don't know. Maybe it's just because he's so small that I mean, he's only five two. That's teeny. So I don't know. I just was so I guess honed in on that and like what he was doing with his size. That that Jungle Boy. I didn't really. I wasn't as invested in Jungle Boy. He wasn't able to shine quite as bright. Yeah. Um, I like Jungle Boy. I think if he bulked up a bit, he could have an amazing singles career. I think he's a little tiny. For, uh, for, I say tiny, he's like shredded in, in real life. <laughs> he's for, a jungle boy. For the earth, he's shredded, but for wrestling, for if, he, if he pumps up <laughs> a little earth bit. standards. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, so Lucha Brothers, we have to obviously get chat chat about them. They're my favorite tag team right now, in the in the world right now. I felt like they look like they are on a different level than everyone else. They're, the way they dress, their entrance music, their match, the, uh, the crowd just ate up Every single thing they did. Uh, Jessica, are they winning this whole thing? I know you want them to, so I'm going to say no. But I do, I do. I will give you the fact that they have star power, absolutely. They were definitely the most confident tag team. I think they were the most high energy. I think they got the crowd the most hype. Yeah. But I don't know if they'll win at all. When he did this Sierra Miedo 
Uh, am I saying that? Say right? that you again. Are. Yeah. That means zero fear. Zero fear. Yeah. The crowd was just into it, and, yeah. and I love when he takes his glove off and he threw it. At, you didn't know who was going to throw it at, and he threw it at Jungle Boy. <laughs> that is this de- this generation's version of the Scott Hall toothpick. The toothpick. That's right. Yeah. I call him Scott Hall, not Razor Ramon. I'm a WCW guy. That's why I like him for life. Uh, so, um, uh, Roger, what's your take on, uh, on these guys? Are they the best team in AEW at this moment? They are. There was a part in the match where they went to a commercial break, and you know how you could still see the match on the, on the other square. Yeah. And they were just destroying their competition. Like, they were just playing around with them. I, I felt bad for them. I was like, can we just end this? It was bad. Yeah. And you could tell that they're just playing around with them. This isn't real competition for them. The Lucha yeah, Brothers no. are world-renowned. Yeah. Um, Pensa Cero Miedo, he's a former heavyweight champion at Impact Wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. these are main eventers throughout the world. So they're, they're ready for a bigger fight. He was basically the face of Lucha Underground. He was. Uh, for right. for the, a large run of it. Um, and, yeah, they're my favorites. I think they could win the whole thing. I think they will win the whole thing. I always get that right. Um, <laughs> next week, though, we're going we're gonna to see some, some crack in matches because we get the Kraken. semifinals. <laughs> All done next week. Real quick, Private Party, Lucha Brothers. Uh, Jessica, run me through what you think is going to happen with that. We've got the, the guys from last week flipping around everywhere. We've got the the winning team, Lucha Brothers. Like you said, they're going to be flipping all over the place. It's going to mm-hmm. be high energy. And I don't know. I I feel like maybe there's going to be some surprises. If we're going yeah. at the rate of your bracket, I'm going to say don't trust a word he says. That's a good point. It's a very valid point. So I'm going to say yeah. private party. Why the heck not? Private party. Is that and then maybe if I'm wrong, you can roast me for a second. Right. Private party. <laughs> How the tables will turn. So, so we got private party. Uh, Roger, what about SCU versus the Dark Order? Okay, I'm not going to lie. I think SCU annoys me. Like, Ooh. <laughs> I'm coming in hot today. Ooh. <laughs> Their theme music. Neil Roger. (laughs) Their theme music is just them yelling SEU in your face. Like, shut up. Like, like, I don't want to hear it. Just go in there and wrestle. Dark Order, I feel like they haven't had enough competition, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I think the best side of the bracket is on the left side. So I think Lucha Brothers or Private Party has taken this one. Lucha Brothers or Private Party. He's neutral. So that side is winning the whole thing. I, I, I think so. Um,. And it's interesting, though. I love the way that this is set up because you've got Private Party who would work face, and you have Lucha Bros who probably work heel. And on the other side, you have SCU working face and Dark Order working heel. I mean, it could be really the combination could be different. You know what I mean? Like, um, you could, I could see Private Party Dark Order would work really well. I could see SCU Lucha Brothers working really well. Um, SCU! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of really well dressed and good looking uh, attires in in that next in that next round there. And speaking of interesting and good looking attires, we're going to throw <laughs> it over to Jessica for our new segment called "Reporting from the Runway." Ooh, we got a little intro music. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, it's a party. <laughs> Okay, guys, well, I'm going to give you the best looks of the evening. I'm going to do male and female. So I'm going to start, of course, with my girl, Britt Baker. Yes. Red, 
It's just a power color. Oh, I, I, that wasn't even okay. intentional, but okay. it is a power color. <laughs> Jessica. Red eyeshadow, <laughs> and of course the bedazzled neckline. Like she, it came in hot. I mean yeah. that she actually, in my opinion, made Riho look a little bland and almost like uh, party city costume. <laughs> Oh, I and I. That is so harsh. That know, is so was that harsh? I love Riho. Okay, like, Mister, they're yelling in your uh, face. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It wasn't even so much her costume. What got me was the pink uh, knee highs. The, the, yeah. The, the the stitching. The stitching. Was, yeah. It missed the mark for me. Sorry, sorry, Riho. I mean, it doesn't matter because. Well, spoilers. Right. I'm not even going to say it. Okay. It's fine. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, my male choice, and this may be a hot take, this may be an unpopular opinion, but I chose Darby Allen. Mm. Not just because right. of his look, but also because of his entrance. I am really enjoying the skateboard. And I think he has, he's really building a brand. Like his music is tough. And he's got the nose ring. He's got like the black trench coat. And I really enjoyed the champ, uh, you know, like paint fake tattoo Face looking paint. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and champ on the skateboard. Let, you know, I'm all about the brand. We have the dentist brand. We have the, I don't even, punk, the I guess. Punk. I'd say punk. The punk. punk. Yeah. Punk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, love the, I love the champ. Body paint. I thought that was a cool addition cool. onto his uh, his skull paint. Does anyone disagree? Does anybody think Riho was the stronger female? Does anybody have a male choice that they would have picked instead? Britt Baker, I agree. I think mean, yeah. her whole look, her swagger down to the ring. I love the the doctors in intro. Yes, that was fun. <laughs> um, I forgot to mention that. That was good. So yeah, I, I agree. I agree with with Britt. Um, I agree all around. Yeah, same here. I, think, I, I would say my second runner-up would be Chris Jericho. Oh. I really enjoyed his look, too. Although you guys had a problem with the shirt. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was a street fight, so it's, yeah. it's, it's a little acceptable. It's a little acceptable. <laughs> we'll let it slide yeah. this week. Um, speaking of Chris Jericho, that leads us into the uh, championship match, the Philadelphia street fight for the AEW Heavyweight Championship of the World. Of the world. Uh, I'll be this was a good match. It wasn't quite a street fight as I thought it was going to be. Uh, Roger, what did you think of it? Yeah, you can't call something a Philadelphia street fight and then just take out a kendo stick. Like, I need, yeah. I need more. Yeah, it was more of a Philadelphia gaff tape fight. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was it was fun. It told a good story. Um, and uh, obviously, Darby Allen came up a little bit short. I think that was something we all kind of expected. We all saw coming. But I thought Darby Allen came off strong. Uh, Jessica, what Mr. Fashionista Darby Allen, what do you think is coming up next for him? Do you think he kind of settles back down a little bit lower on the card, or do you think he's was is he a bona fide main eventer now? He's just so young. The mm-hmm. commentators are saying himself like he spent his whole life watching Chris Jericho matches, and now he's up against him himself. So like to already be in the place that he's in, I feel like he's in such a good spot to just progress and become a star if that's what he wants. Yeah, you never know. He might go down the skateboard path. He might just ride <laughs> off into loop. the sunset and be like, see ya wrestling. Yeah. 
I thought he, he seems unpredictable. He, he does seem very unpredictable. I I love him. I love that he was able to keep wrestling with his hands, gaff tape together. Yes. Impressive. And for anyone who's not used gaff tape, when it when you get gaff tape to stick to itself, you're done. I can't even wrestle with both hands. Like, <laughs> I, well, when I saw him do that, I said, "Oh, well, it's done." And then Roger over here is like. There's hope. There's hope. You have There's to hope. Have hope. And he yep. holds on for quite a bit. You know what yeah. it is? Darby reminds me of those. Uh, I was mentioning it earlier um, backstage. I feel like when I grew up, I saw the one, two, three kid beat Razor Ramon on Raw. Like, I remember that happening live. And to mm-hmm. me, that stayed with me forever. Because I was like, it could happen. The little guy can win. He can do it. He can do it. And ever since, I have hope. Well, you know, I think it, uh, since that day, since that day, that was, lit a fire in my soul. That is a bit of a legendary match, though. The one, two, three kid, uh, Scott Hall. Yeah, I'm going to keep calling him Scott Hall. Um, uh, so, well, obviously, Jake Hager comes in, makes the save. We get a big celebration uh, with all the bubbly. We were talking about backstage. I love how they acted like this was the biggest match. And the most we overcome victory of the champions. ever. <laughs> yes. They're shooting the champagne in the air. Jericho looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> it was it Yeah, was he got choked fantastic. up Fantastic. I'm loving the inner circle yeah. more and more every day. I'm so glad I'm a part of it. Thank you for inviting me, <laughs> Jericho. Um, I would have been there today, but I had this show I got to do. Yes, uh, thing. Uh, and uh, But that reminds me, obviously, we have uh, Santana and Ortiz, who had a match in our first enhancement talent match, it seemed. First squash. The first squash match of AEW. I thought they looked amazing. How'd you guys look in this match? Or how do you think they looked at this match? Is it Ortiz, the guy that does a little, he lifted up his hands, kind of scaring yeah. the crowd. Like He, he scratched <laughs> he, he scratched the back and then he went, like... Yeah, he bites the ropes. Like, yeah. I'm not messing yeah, with that guy. Yeah, that's, that's what stood out to me, him, like, gnawing on the on the ropes. I love... They're scary. They're very... <laughs> yeah, he's... They're very... They're scary. They're very intimidating. I can't wait till they get in matches with, like, legit tag team guys. Uh, I love what Jericho said in his promo. His, uh... He was like, oh, they're pit bulls and he said they'll pick your pocket and they'll kick your am i allowed to say it on tv am i allowed to say it the a word Uh, yeah if i'm you know what i'm gonna say it you can't you can't stop me they're gonna they're gonna pick your pocket and kick your assuming i say this Uh, (laughs) is that gonna be a problem um so we make the ch- they make the challenge for the Young Bucks. How are we feeling about Ortiz, Santana, and Nick and Matt Jackson? I, and the fact that they, I keep mentioning this over and over, they keep finding ways to give us great matches. Like, that didn't even cross my head that that's who they're going after. But of course that's who they're going after. Mm-hmm. They came out last week and they introduced themselves as the leading group of this organization. So of course they're going to go after the Young Bucks and they're going to make a statement. I'm excited for that. It really fits what they're trying to do. I don't want to say taking over because they're not an NWO stable, but it does kind of go with that Jericho's taking out Cody, um, then they go take out the Young Bucks and all the major players there. Lines are being drawn. Jessica, whose side are you on? Are you inner circle or are you on the loser side? (laughs) Well, I'm having a really good time like rooting against you, so... No, I don't know. I, we were—I was talking about this. Like Chris Jericho, obviously, he just there's something lovable about him. Like there's some, like there's something in you that even though he is, even the crowd, you know, when he was trash talking, they were like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Shut up!" Like you're <laughs> supposed to hate me, right? So I'm trying to like 
But I don't know. I'm I'm really indifferent at the moment. Not indifferent, but I guess undecided. Let's say yeah. that. Undecided. I think it's hard to root against them. I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think when Jericho comes out, and then they bring out the bubbly, I want to be a part of that. I want to be yeah. yeah. with the inner circle. <laughs> right. I want to be I want to be on the list. I want to be in the inner circle. Fortunately, it <laughs> you worked don't out be for against me. them. I mean, no. yeah. I don't know. So, so you're thinking we need them to do some bad things to not like them to to shake off the cool factor. They still have the bubbly though. The bubbly is so cool. The bubbly is so cool. It's so funny that 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 really kicked off and became a big thing. Um, so uh, then, real quick, uh, I want to make sure we touch on because we were. We, I'm looking at the clock here. Uh, we have an AEW Women's Championship match as well. Riho versus Britt Baker, our uh, our reporting from the runway star tonight. Uh, Riho gets the win. How did you guys feel about this one? I was shocked. I didn't think she had it in her to go undefeated. And I, I like Riho, but I do feel like I'm starting to see a lot of the same moves from her. Yeah. I've seen the double stomp. Three weeks in a row now. Nothing right. wrong with the double stomp, but I'm kind of like, oh, there she goes. But it's racking up wins, so. I know. So if, it, right. if it's working, you don't change a thing. I have if to, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, I did I did go into this really wanting Brit to win, but you can't deny the crowd. They love They love They do. Yeah. They are really behind Riho, so I think it makes sense that she keeps it. Um, and, uh, again, I, Brit... You're gonna get your chance. It's all good. Um, okay. Yeah, you, you'll you'll get there. Uh, uh, but yeah, Riho. The the only thing that really bothers me about Riho is her entrance music is so high tempo and fast. But she comes out so kind of like, hey, how's she's it going? so happy. Right. Like, I, wanna, yeah, I, I feel like she needs to like bop so around happy. more. It's kind of she, she should be going because it's so high uh, high energy. But. She's like in wrestling bliss. Even when the match yeah. ended, she's just like, yeah, yeah. that <laughs> yeah. was fun. It's good. Um, they did the uh, they did the handshake at the end, and uh, I was Brit- expecting drama after that. It was actually yeah. just a handshake. It was like, okay. I was expecting drama through the whole match with uh, Priestley coming in in some way, but there hasn't been a uh, every match has ended. I mean, there's been shenanigans, hijinks, and flim flam, but we've gotten <laughs> a real uh, ending out of every match. Which I think so far in yeah. AEW is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, so, someone mentioned in the comments that we haven't seen a disqualification yet. Ooh. No, no DQ so far, which is great. Very interesting. Um, or count outs or things like that, which I like in the tag team tournament. Yeah. They keep saying a tie means you don't go on. I love that. <laughs> I love that they say that. Like, there's a DQ or something means you don't move forward. Um, so, and Brit's back next week in Britsburg, as they're calling it. <laughs> I love me. A, I love cute. me a good pun. Um, and so that'll be good. Uh, but before we kind of continue or, or do anything more, I want to make sure we don't pass up what was another Kraken show, and that was AEW Dark. Roger, tell us all about it. Yeah, AEW Dark every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Whoa. Ooh, you I got that love- dark music. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. It's dark. Yes. <laughs> Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on YouTube, you get to witness all the dark matches. There, there were some matches that happened right as we went off the air right now. So mm-hmm. it's great. You get to check out all the action that the live crowd gets to experience. The top match last week, um, if you got anywhere near any forum, any chat room this week, uh, Bad Boy Joey Janela took on Kenny Omega in an mm-hmm. unsanctioned 
match? Unsanctioned fight? Yeah. It was unsanctioned. So <laughs> they call it a lights out match, I believe. A lights out lights match. Lights out. Yeah. There you go. And the lights definitely went out. If you are a fan of in the words of McFoley, tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my. You enjoyed this. Yes. Tables, ladders, and chairs, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of... Uh, Kenny Omega has amazing snap suplexes. We saw a lot of that in that match. Mm-hmm. We saw some insane moves. There was a move where Joey Janela landed on his back on the top of the chairs. I don't know if I've ever yeah. seen that. That's oh. brutal. That That's oh, what that sounded like. Yeah. like. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The whole time they were building up for that, sorry to cut you off, I was saying to myself, don't do it, don't do it! Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say, I think anyone that's a fan of AEW should definitely check out this match. I think this match is officially putting Kenny Omega back on track. I agree. And I think Janela is going to be a star. Definitely. I, I think they both elevated themselves. This match was very needed for both of them. And they both came out looking like superstars. So if you have time, you could do it anytime. You could go home right now and check it out. Definitely worth a watch. Uh, what's also worth a watch is the news with Jessica O'Connor. Jessica O'Connor, take it away. Ooh, yes. <laughs> well, guys, we have some couple drama, perhaps. Well, no, not really. It seems like John Moxley's being pretty supportive of his wife. So we have a quote from him when he was asked recently if she would potentially jump ship to the AEW, and he pretty much, you know, danced around the question. He said she's got a lot on her plate, a lot of things she wants to do. She's in a really good spot. She's invaluable. She could do whatever she wants. I mean, this is, look at this answer. He really, (laughs) he had a lot to say, but also nothing to say (laughs) at all. You know what I mean? So this begs the question, you know, I'm going to ask you guys, and I'm also going to ask you guys in the comments, if your significant other was working for your competitor, would you have a problem with that? Would you want them to join you? How do you think that would affect your relationship? That's very interesting. Roger, take it away. <laughs> My wife and I both work in the entertainment industry, and, you know, we keep it separate. We don't want any controversy, no issues. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it's doable. Yeah, I think um, when you're in a career like that, you always have to think about how you guys can individually be successful. But I know for me, it's about me. Become the my show. <laughs> no, uh, you got to be supportive of your significant other. I think uh, in all always shapes and forms in that case. I don't think I would be jealous of necessarily like her success, you know, WWE versus AEW. I think what would get hard would be the conflicting road schedules. Like when do they ever see each other? That's got to be difficult Thursdays. for sure. Thursdays, Thursday. Thursday. That's tough, though. So Thursdays props to them <laughs> for being supportive and making it work because that ain't easy. No, so let us not. know in the comments yeah. what you think and you know what you would do if you were in John Moxley's shoes. Yeah, would do you, would you want your significant other to leave their gig to join yours? Um, speaking of leaving gigs and joining yours. We have our final big segment of the evening, and that is your Elite of the Week. So we're going to make a little (laughs) quick change. we got Elite of the Week. It's not going to be one person. We're going to do a power ranking. We're going to list the top five power (laughs) ranking people in AEW. Start at number one, the most powerful, because he's obviously number one. We're going to start at number one, Chris Jericho. He's winning matches. He's the champion. He's got the inner circle. Who can be topping him? He's your number one power of the week. Number two, 
We're going to go ahead and put John Moxley. He took a loss today, but it was because he wanted to. He's been beating people up. He's always looked strong, and he's always built as a big player. Got to be number two. After that, we're going to go ahead and put the Dark Order. Oh. We haven't seen them on TV uh, on the Dynamite, but they've been winning on AEW Dark. They got a first round bye in the tournament, and they have been undefeated. So we definitely got to look at them as big players. Number four, we got Riho. Riho's been killing it week in and week out. She's been totally dominant. I don't know who's going to challenge her next because she's been defending against everybody. Uh, and then number five, we've got Pac. Now, he took a loss today. Things didn't look that good for him, but he has looked unbeatable before today. And even today, it wasn't his fault. He got left alone. So those <laughs> are the top five power rankings of the week. That is your... That was your Elite of, of the, the Week. week. I love it. So there's a wow, dark order number three in the comments. Yes, I love the drama. So, so if you have if you have a top five, I'd love to see it in the comments section. Now the chat's always hard to see later, so put it in the comments on YouTube so I can go ahead and check it out, or on iTunes, or send it to the AEW AfterBuzz Twitter or Instagram or Facebook page, and let me know what you think is your top five. Um, and with that said. We got to wrap up the show, you guys. Sorry, this is another this is another week, uh, another one in the can. So before we go, though, Roger, go ahead and tell all the lovely people where they can find you. All righty, you can find me on Twitter, Roger underscore Corral, and you could look me up on the same thing on Instagram. You could also look up Be Supreme on Instagram. Sounds good, Jessica. All right, I'm Jay O'Connor with three N's because two N's was taken on Twitter, <laughs> and I'm Jessica O'Connor underscore on Instagram. So let's chat. Yeah, Josh, you want to tell them where you're at? Sure, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-A-L-323. Oh. Yep. And I am Jack Farmer. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at realjackfarmer across all social media. I also do the WWE Raw After Show every single Monday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time here on AfterBuzz. Make sure to check that out. And until next week, buzz you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 